0: Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we discuss two bands whose names sound familiar, but the music is different. This week
1: we're talking about Rob, the Zombies.
0: I'm Jared, Caleb, Tyler here. And uh, our friend Dax has been taken to the grave again. Once again, we will shor- surely miss him again. Yes,
2: Ripped Dax or something. Nah, because this time it's like he was dead. And then it was like Night of the Living Dead. Oh, is he? Dawn of the Dead. He-, he was a zombie. Uh huh. And now we have full out Evil Dead shotgun with. The, chainsaw, the chainsaw, hand, chainsaw hand yeah. sliced yeah. him up into pieces and blown him up, and now he's gone. He's, now he's gone, he's dead
0: forever. Yikes! Yikes! For sure.
2: Many pauses there because my brain wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So it's pause. one of those. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, you
0: you leave me once, sh- shame on shame on you. You you leave me twice, shame on me. Shame on me for letting, on letting this happen again.
2: Well, lots of shame.
0: Lots All right, of shame. Well, this week we're talking, um, even in the in the wake. Of our friend Dax being dead, we are going We're to trek on and and talk about Halloween. Talk about another scary guy, Mister Rob Zombie, former lead singer of the band White Zombies, and uh, that's a pretty good group. I, I agree. Uh, I I like them. I like the movie White Zombie. It's pretty I, good. Ooh. I also love the movie White Zombie. It's it's one of the first films that incorporated zombies. Yes it did. Yes it did. Full the, circle. The, the Haitian hey. zombies to be specific That's true. This is probably my my first opportunity to really talk about how uh zombies were very integral to my my horror life back as a teenager. I was oh, yeah. really I was really into zombie stuff and I thought White Zombie was really cool cuz I was like I had this whole idea that like zombies were like an interesting thing that were like oh yeah, night of living dead type of zombies, but lo and behold like White Zombie stuff was like like uh, like this like kind of real thing, and I was like, "Ooh, cool, Haitian zombies! It's real." Haitians. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Bela Lugosi stars m- in that film. Yes, he does. White zombie. It's quite mystical. Mm-hmm. Black, That's a good guy Black too. magicy and such. Mystical is a great rapper too. Whoops. Back that ass up! I think or something like that. And speaking of uh, horror movies, Rob Zombie is a prolific. Mm-hmm. horror director, which uh, uh, one of the many reasons why we are covering him for Halloween week.
2: Ooh, I don't think it? I've seen any of them, really. No? Mm. no. I
0: like The Devil's Rejects. That's a pretty pretty good film. Have you seen the the theoretical prequel, House of a Thousand Corpses? I have not. I owned it on DVD, but I never watched it. Never I, I, I should have. Okay. But then there also is another film that just came out, actually, that's like the... The Salem one? No, it's another one. It is... Uh, The movie that he directed that just came out, that's the sequel to The Devil's Rejects, is called Three from Hell. Mm. And it is the final film that Mr. Sid Haig was in before he died. Oh, Oh. yeah. He did just recently pass. He did. As did Dax. (laughs) No, he's re-dead. He re-died. It's like like a Jesus situation, Jared, where where Jesus passed away on Mm -hmm. the cross... And then and then he he came back and I was like oh that's super exciting and he's like hey guys I'm gonna leave again and they're like oh I was I was not expecting that a second time I I, I feel as though right I feel I feel as though this is this is this is familiar boop, boop, that boop, boop, sounds boop. familiar
2: <laughs> didn't oh didn't Jesus already do this
0: I think, I think Jesus already did this I think once. Jesus did this once. he also directed uh, two Halloween films the reboots in 2007 yeah 2007 and 2009 they not were, as good. That's what I hear. As good? I've heard not as good. The first Halloween was his most commercially successful film.
2: Well, yeah, but it's a reboot, so I don't think it really counts.
0: Right. And then the second one was not as... It wasn't really... Neither of them were really well-received critically, but the second one wasn't received critically or commercially well. So there's a reason he didn't do a third one, I think.
2: Lame. Lame. That's kind of a weird... I don't know. I think that might be a weird series to... Try to revamp, to revamp, I guess, if you say. They're still making them. Yeah. Any and horror movie like,
0: is kind of hard to revamp, in my perspective. I, I can't think of a single instance. Well, actually, the only one that I can think of would be The Hills Have Eyes. Because there was an original Hills Have
2: Eyes, wasn't there, before? Yeah, the, there was. The more mm-hmm. modern one. Well, there's a te- was... Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, which some people like the new. I mean, it's not as good. I think it's just not as good. There's something about that old
0: horror aesthetic. A lot of old movies don't hold up. Or old movies don't hold up as well as like new reboots. Because like, if you have like a, I don't know, like um, King Kong. Like some people really like old King Kong movies, but then if you you don't like Jack Black, listen.
2: If you don't like Jack Black, then you can just Jack Black right off will do
0: uh if you take like a godzilla movie like it's cool but then if you take the revamped like Matthew Broderick is that who was in that the big, Godzilla 2000? It is the, the big. It's not 2000. Stop saying that. It's <laughs> just called Godzilla, and it came out in 1998. <laughs> We've already been wrong about this once. <laughs> We're gonna keep being wrong. It's about forever
2: this. in my mind is Godzilla 2000.
0: Point yeah. being is, is that you can take the CGI dinosaur and you make it look cool, but like yeah. you don't have to do that with horror movies. You no. can just like it's just cool that like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre existed when it did it was a cool horror concept you don't really have to revamp horror movies they're cool for being old
2: they lose their campiness when you do that yeah that's what sucks about them i like evil dead
0: oh i also really like evil dead which reminds me of cabin in the woods yeah also good also good All so right, yeah. let's talk about Rob zombie. i'm i'm about over oh, this man part. jared's <laughs> we're jared's just, bringing we're us about with, movies, like that jared's man. the one bringing us back did He's, you know that prior to the success of white zombie Mr. Rob Zombie was a Pee Wee Herman, a Pee Wee Herman thing, right? He was not a Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. He was a production assistant for Pee Wee's Playhouse, the Pee-wee. television show. Yeah, that's still a Pee Wee Herman thing. I know that it was but, what I was trying. But to, he said he's, a, Pee-wee he's a, Pee-wee he he a Pee Wee Herman. He
2: is a. He was Pee Wee's. He was stuntman. He was one of the one of the multiple Pee Wee's.
0: I could see him getting away with that. Just imagine a bearded, long haired man coming in and going.
2: Ah, it works. Isn't that what he does when he sings anyway?
0: So I think this is the point where I want to talk about Can we play, can we play one of Rob Zombie's uh, 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 Very famous <coughs> tracks Oh yes, play it Okay, This is, this is Dragula, I'm sure everybody knows it
1: Dead, I am the one name son. Slipping through the tree stringer.
0: I would say that we would not be as familiar with that song had it not been for the bowling alley. That is true. Oh, wow. Yep. They used to play Dracula at the bowling alley when him and Caleb and I were in uh, a bowling league. When we were young, very okay. young, yes, sir, and they would play that song every, all the time, almost every Saturday morning, every, every single time that we bowled. There was there was Dracula, there was Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy by is it Big and, Big rich? and rich? Oh yeah, Big, yep. Big, Big and, and Rich. rich. Yep, I'm just making and sure. And Dracula
2: so. and White <laughs> Rob Zombie Dracula. Yes. That's wow, yes. what a round! Great playlist, gang. Yeah, it's. You a... really were <laughs> exposed to the greats. Yeah, absolutely. The I, those are the alley. only
0: three that I can think of that were like. I know the there's big more, ones, but oh, I can't. Man. Yeah. Those are the big three. Man. The big three bowling songs. If you ever go bowling, just make Play a all three Spotify
2: of playlist of those three songs. Put that on repeat. Have a good time. I can't even remember what they played at the bowling alley when I was a kid. I don't know. I, don't even remember. I remember there was a jukebox. You like push, I liked pushing the button. Yeah. But I can't remember what I, what I ever heard. Of course, I wasn't in a bowling league. Had things to do. You think, are, are you talking down our bowling league right now? All I'm saying is, if I've, when I've ever talked to people about bowling, and people say, "Well, they're a bowling alley," or like, you know, when I talked to my parents. People used to bowl because that's what you did because you don't have anything to do. So yeah, everyone bowls.
0: That well, that's a small town. And you don't. You? Just, I was in a, just small, a small town small too. Town girl,
2: I was also from a Living small town. Living in a town. bowling alley. Oh, in the back. Yep. Yeah. There's beds back there. Everyone go back and find out. My bowling alley's gone. The tornado took her down, and they just said, forget it. Oh, so man. So now we don't have no. one. Hey, in
0: peace bowling alley, just like Dax. It was a strike. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hillbilly Deluxe has quite a few hits off of it, actually. That was his debut record. If, that,
2: if you want to call them hits, I'd just call them notable songs.
0: Yeah, you know, you're coming on at his me. very first album. Oh, you Robbie know Robbie boy, hard. You know who played drums on his first album? Mister Tommy Lee. Ooh, yeah. on ooh. a few
2: songs. Makes me like him more. That's good. No, it doesn't. Oh man,
0: you tricked me. Okay, let's. Well, I'm I'm curious now. What what's your what's your dilemma with Mister Rob?
2: I just don't like it that much. The music? No, I don't like any of it that much. Hmm. I like Dracula. I only like because I remember it. I don't really like it. I just remember it. Mm-hmm. And Living Dead Girl, I think's okay. But then the last three because. We you know we listen to the top five, the last three I didn't like. But they were, I just got bored. Yeah, There's not much to it. Did you did you like White Zombie? No, no. But okay. I like it more.
0: Okay, you like it more. Because the question for that is really how much of a difference is there between Rob Zombie's collection of music as a solo artist and the sound of White Zombie? Is it the White Zombies or is it White? Zombie? White Zombies. Just White. Zombie. White Zombies. Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to clarify. It, if you take it against the sound of White Zombie, is there really a whole lot of difference there? Not a lot. Not a whole lot. Not no. a
2: whole lot. I think that there's more. The tone of the guitars is a lot heavier and darker, and the distortion is like a uh, it's chunkier. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's trying to push towards that metal of that of like the early two thousands like, M- Marilyn Manson. Yeah, style Marilyn Manson style of, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pushing towards that. And it doesn't and he's sing he's more of a growly, guttural voice he's using that he didn't use in mm-hmm. White White Zombie as much. So I
0: feel like White Zombie was more innovative and then Rob Zombie just kind of did the same things after.
1: Like, just harder? Yeah. <laughs> I would
0: I would agree with that actually. I feel I feel as though White Zombie was I don't but I don't even know if I would call White Zombie innovative because that I, I like their sound, but it's not necessarily a new sound for the time. And it's not something that followed along. Like, you don't yeah. hear other acts who were like, yeah, one of my biggest influences was White Zombie. Cause, like, that was, it was a cool sound for them. And really, it's a unique sound. I can't think of other acts really that sound like White Zombie, at least from that, like, that time era. But I don't think that there's a lot of acts that in that same time era that sounded like that. But I don't think that it really was influential to the sound of music today.
2: Yeah, I think so. That's why you don't hear. I mean if I hear White Zombie unless I'm thinking about the time that it was made I don't really think it's all too and too crazy or all that particularly interesting you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it doesn't I I don't dislike it that you know really but it just kind of loses itself to other stuff do you think more people know Rob
0: Zombie as a musician or a director at this point in time or do you think it's Problem- pretty equal Probably equal at this time. That's what I would say too. But yeah. I don't think anybody cares as much about his music now as they do when he makes a new movie. Right. But I think that the people that care about his movies are a very small sect. Yeah, he's that's a, he's fair. like a cult film, like a cult horror movie director. Yeah, in that he like premieres his movies at um, like horror conventions, horror film festivals. True. Sure. He gets standing ovations in front of two hundred or a thousand people. Ooh, which is well, that's you a know, big like,
2: gap. Two hundred or five times that much,
0: <laughs> but I don't know how many people show up. I I don't know. It's not he's not at Kane's Film Festival though. Premier this? I'll moment. tell you. Oh. I'll tell you. Rob knows. He Rob goes knows. into the crowd. He, he, counts, he counts every up. one of them. He's got one of those little clickers, and he ca- he
2: clicks each he, person. One two three. I think he. You know what? Uh, he still tours. He toured with Marilyn Manson. They came through here, Cincinnati, like w- w- in the summer this year. Yeah.
0: Well, i se- I actually saw them a few years ago. I saw Mr. Rob Zombie. Was
2: John Five playing with him?
0: Yes, he was. Because he stole him. And that is true. Stolium. And I also saw Mr. John Five, Rob Zombie's guitarist, Marilyn Manson's former guitarist, John Five. I saw him perform at Southgate, and he was just playing guitar and he did all kinds. When did of crazy you see stuff. that?
2: It was a few years ago. Well, that sucks because that would have been cool.
0: It was good. It was very cool. But but yeah, I, I did want to talk about that. How John Five was the former, you know, the former Marilyn Manson guitarist, and also. But then there's another guy,
2: uh, that was a part of that. Oh, I can't find that now.
0: I thought that he stole somebody else. I don't know. I can't remember now.
2: I think John Five is greater than both of those groups. Anyway,
0: he's a very good guitarist. that's yeah. for sure. He has solo
2: know. work that's pretty interesting. That ranges. He's no buckethead, but
0: well, okay. Oh, right. Let's not even try and let's not even try and compare. He's, he's got, got he's
2: got a range of sound though. He doesn't just play.
1: You know,
0: was John Five? I'm not as familiar with him as a guitarist. Was he only playing on Rob Zombie's like single? Music, no, it's in, he's in the band. I know he's in the yeah, band, yeah, but it's but under it's,
2: the name Rob Zombie. Yes, it's yeah, he didn't play in White Zombie. That's, that's what, what you're I'm asking. asking. No,
0: I feel like I like the guitar tones of White Zombie more than Rob Zombie. Well,
2: the other thing too is the time when did do you know when he switched, Jared? Because he played for Marilyn Manson. I think he came to Marilyn Manson after Jesus Christ oh, okay. and played that tour and then continued to play. So I think by the time he got into the Rob Zombie's band, yeah, it was after the recorded uh, okay. era. So those the first few albums were already recorded.
0: He's yeah, a he, he is a John perf- Five live performer. His first album with Rob Zombie was uh, the 2006 album "Educated Horse. So there you go. Uh, uh, right. So I wouldn't even be familiar with his guitar no. work for no, Rob Zombie. Not really.
2: not in what we listen to today.
0: And well, even so, not like not nobody really. really listens to the, no, the, really. the the newer Rob Zombie music. Anyways, the only song I can think of is the Bubblegum song. But oh I don't, yeah, what is that even called? Sick Bubblegum, bro. Sick Bubblegum, no, let's bro. Play, let's play a little bit of Sick Bubblegum. How about that? Hey, we all know how we're
1: going to die, baby. We're going to crash and burn.
0: As I'm looking at his fans, also like I'm astounded by the order, because here with the conversation that we're having, who's number one? Who's number two? It's a white zombie and probably Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Yeah. yeah, try white zombie being number three and Marilyn Manson being number six. What? Who, what? who else is on there? Static X is number one. Oh yeah, there. That's it. Power <laughs> Man Five Thousand, which makes <laughs> enough that sense does. because of the fact that right. his brother is. In Power Man Five Thousand, Rob Zombie, of course, we will continue to refer to him as Rob Zombie because he legally changed his name to Rob Zombie. From what? Uh, oh gosh, what? What was it, Jared? Rob Hammersmith. Robert Robert Cummings, Cummings. with well, a G. Say it and just Robert Cummings with a G. Yes, yes, Cummings. Oh man, yeah, Robert. We will not refer to him as old Robert Cummings for that is his dead name. Living Dead Name, the Living yeah, Dead Name, and that's then funny. between between White Zombie and Marilyn Manson is Coal Chamber and Dope. Mm-hmm. That so, all makes sense. It all makes sense, but I feel like there's an obvious like, hey, if you if you like Rob Zombie, you probably like White Zombie. I believe I saw him when he was touring on his 2013 album Venomous Rat Renegade Vendor, which had right. the song Teenage Nosferatu Pussy. <laughs> Clever, Rob. He also has a song called
1: <laughs> "Hold On."
0: It's gonna take a second. <laughs> "Teenage Nosferatu Pussy" is such a good, uh, pretty song good one. Name. Uh, way to lead off with that one too. I'm not sure
2: where what it, how it's where, what's referring to though. There's a couple of options, and I'm, it's not totally clear at the moment. Are you gonna cheer? Are you gonna say "Ging Gang Gong Ding dang Dong Day la Raga"? <laughs> I was
0: getting ready to. Okay i thought so oh, i was looking my. at the track list so i was good. like i feel like i'm gonna be able to pick it out in bold i Very could definitely good. pick it out yeah. on this one ging gang gong de do gong de laga raga i believe if you say that enough times cardi b shows up <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> okay he has a song he does have a cover of weird american band on that record it's pretty good he played it live and like he brought out a. Uh, a, a flag and he was wearing this hat and it was, it was this, whole, okay. this whole thing. Uh, but it's been a few years since he He does have so.
2: that weird, he's got kind of a weird style. Mm-hmm. And he also
0: did a cover and of, that's all. of the Beatles' Helter Skelter with Mr. Marilyn Manson himself really? when, we were, when they were touring uh, last year. Did John Five play on him? I believe
2: he did. That's all I really care about to be honest with you. Yeah, I know of some people who've done things like that, but I don't know that this style really lends itself to Beatles songs. Even eh. if you like it. Eh. doesn't really mm. Alright, so
0: big question for me. Uh-huh. I feel like this is this is my, my own my really my my thing that I want to know the most, okay? We got a three Pete here. Not my names, but just in style. All right. Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper, Mary Fuck Kill.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh man. Ooh, Uh Mary Alice Cooper—that's a long-term relationship right there. Perfect. I gotta have it. Uh oh man. I guess I'd kill Marilyn Manson, and that only leaves one option left. Yep, be getting it on with Robbie. Mm.
0: I feel like I'd have a better marital relationship with Rob, mm-hmm. but I still definitely am gonna kill Marilyn Manson in this. Scenario. All right, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Jared, he's a little rapey. He, yeah, he is weird. I don't think I'd want him. I think the he only. I, I, I want to also kill Marilyn Manson, but <laughs> universal murder <laughs> but, of producers. But, but I will say that he is the Brian, most. Please. He's the most feminine out of the three. He is. That's why he's kind of weird, especially since he's kind of like um, in his performances where he is. What's it called uh, when you when you don't? What's the thing that Lady Gaga was uh, accused of being being a,
2: a transvestite?
0: No, that's not the right
2: word. What that's are you talking word. about?
0: A, her- hermaphrodite, a, a hermaphrodite. A hermaphrodite. Do you I know see. what
2: the, a hermaphrodite is? Yes. Why don't you explain it to me, sir?
1: It's a person that's born <laughs> with <laughs> oh multiple I, yes. forms of genitalia. Why
0: don't you explain
2: it to me?
1: I know what it is, but can you tell I me do what know what it, it is,
0: but why he was being...
2: I don't think anyone as acu- you're So you're claiming he's a semi-accused of being a hermaphrodite. I am, and you're yeah. talking about when he has that suit on. Yes. Where he has virtually no male genitalia. And breasts, which are not genitalia at all. Oh, you're, oh, you're, okay. I'm arguing with you about that. Oh, I don't I, know where you heard that, but it doesn't really make sense. Okay,
0: I will do. I will kill Marilyn Manson.
2: Oh, man, Rob Zombie looks so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to spend your life with a dirty person, or do you just want a uh, you know one evening where you go out to a nice meal? I Maybe think he'll Thomas pay because he's got all be the money. A lot more fun to hang out with. Yeah, that's what for, I'm like, saying. That's life. what I'm saying.
0: I don't know. I feel like Rob's a pretentious little bitch, and I'm like, yep, that's me. Let's, <laughs> he, let's go, Rob. He's
2: looking for someone just like him.
0: Yeah. I feel like we get along. I don't know. All right. I Alice guess is I'll, very I'll, smart. So. I'll pick to marry Alice Cooper and then have a sweet one-night stand with Mr. Zombie, I guess. All right. All right. Boom. Any more notes on Rob? Uh, yeah. His most recent album is called The Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser lot going on there. I want to see if I can find my favorite.
2: Does it cost a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> like a gumball machine?
1: Here's the question. Play. play um, go, uh, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. Do you
2: want to play some white zombies so people can make up their own mind?
0: Uh, hold on. First, I want to say I know what Jared is going to say, kay. and I don't know why. I, I This is just a guess. You're gonna tra- tell me to pick a song off this album, right? Yeah. Is it? Well, everybody's fucking in a UFO. It is. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Well, it makes sense. It's Halloween. It's it's UFOs. It's it's it's. Okay. You know. Yeah, but so Science could a fiction. hearse that overturns with the coffin bursting open could easily be the it's track true. that we would play. What he
2: doesn't tell you is that there's no one in it. He, so calls it, he calls or it he
0: in the age of the consecrated vampire we all get
2: high <laughs> like oh, that yeah. could also be
0: easily played that on says, the halloween episode that
2: says vampire
0: in the title rob zombie <laughs> described it as his uh heaviest most fucked up musical monster to date that's what he called this record Ooh, well, so play let's, that let's listen to it a little bit of well everybody's fucking in a U- F- oh
1: we get to fuck the prettiest we get to fuck the prettiest we get to fuck the prettiest we get to fuck Oh, this is the story of a one get to the Honey get to She get to get get to get to get to get to of to get to get to get to get to get to get to get
2: to get and get right to the oh, big old get to dump some. Did you both listen to that before this? I knew that I'm the song. only one I over here who's like, what is happening? You both are like, be like mm, that's what it's like over here. <laughs> I'm like, dude. And in
0: comparison, let's play, we, we can do what you were going to say. Let's play a little bit of, All right. let's play Thunder Kiss 65. That's a good choice. White Zombie. Well,
1: we, I we had It's
0: often gets stuck in my brain that's a good riff that's why i feel like i like the guitar tones from white zombie more than i do from rob zombie i feel like they're more i don't know they're more hooky white zombie those two songs uh, more human than human and uh thunder kid 65 are way more iconic than anything that he's done solo wise oh absolutely it, well that's not true because Dracula has been listened to far more oh i don't care about that i know <laughs> i'm just saying that, Well, like, I mean, that i care about it, it it's legitimate but I think that those two songs are... Well, which
2: one was on guitar, Hero? All... Okay.
0: That's a good point. That's mm. a good point. we ready to talk about... <laughs> which we zombies. all know is
2: the only reason to, you know...
0: We're ready to talk about the zombies? Yes. The zombies. You you have some familiarity with this group a little bit, so I'll let you begin the conversation about the zombies. Oh, I just think that Odyssey and Oracle is one of the best albums of the 60s. So does Rolling Stone. They put it at number, number 100 of their 500 best albums. Mm-hmm. I think this, that we should do. It here. Here's what we should do. We should let the person that had the thought finish the
2: thought. Never. <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> no thoughts will be finished here ever. You told me to start and then you were like That's just, that is true. Here's some information
0: Did you want to keep talking about something. I'm like, "Yeah, of course I do. I've got I've got this information in my head." Did you re- I guess I assume you read uh, uh the rest of the the uh, chapter on the Odyssey and Oracle album how the band's budget could not cover session musicians mm-hmm. So they used a Mellotron Which according to The lead singer Rod Argent He said that Mellotron Was John Lennon's That is true That they left Because it was
2: recorded At Abbey Road It's true I don't know what you just said Didn't understand that one I didn't understand any of it Do you know what a Mellotron is? Yes Oh, that was John Lennon's that he left at Abbey Road. Yes. Uh, lots of, you know, you were talking way too slowly for my brain to understand <laughs> any of it. Because
0: they, they had just finished recording Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band.
2: In 68. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a 67 release.
0: They recorded it in 68? <laughs> and it came out in 67?
2: That's what I'm asking you.
0: What are you asking me?
2: Sgt. Pepper's. Mm-hmm. Was a '67 release.
0: Uh huh. That album came out. The- How or- long do you think that that Melatron was sitting there? That's what I'm asking. A whole year. <laughs> <laughs> just then, then, nobody noticed that it was sitting there. It's just, it's just been sitting right. there quietly. There, '67 is when
2: Sgt. Pepper's came out early. That first half, too, because Magical Mystery Tour came out the second half. Then,
0: lo and behold, Rod Argent comes in and he says, "What is this?" What What is this this thing? Everyone
2: just looks at it and nobody does anything with it. What is this? One of the the largest
0: bands of all time leaves anything in a studio, and it takes a year for Rod Argent to say, "I think."
2: I think I know this. I think this is important. This
0: might. he like opens up a briefcase and it glistens, and he's like, "I think this might be important."
2: That was a a quick pulp pulp fiction. What is the item? I forgot what we were talking about.
0: The album. So it was what what got left.
2: The Mellotron. Oh, that's right. The album was Is recorded. I almost
0: said melatonin. That's right, melatonin. melatonin. The album Sergeant Pepper's re- was recorded. And they finished recording on April twenty first, nineteen sixty seven. Right. And that album, The Oracle Odyssey and Oracle, Came was recorded. Of- was recorded June first of nineteen sixty seven. So it was only that was about only a, a couple week. months.
2: Oh, okay. Was April to June? April. That would be. Oh yeah,
0: it's two months. About two months. About two months. Okay. Well, I don't think he would have left it that long. I think he's... Listen, I think he's we got lying. more to talk about. Calendar,
2: man. Let's continue about time. Here's how it works. There are months in a year. Days <laughs> in each month.
0: Ah, time. Minutes.
2: And, and then John Lennon leaves things.
0: Can we talk about uh, what happened with the Odyssey and Oracle name? Yes. Did you read about that, Jared? <laughs> I'm asking if you did. You can just give me a no or a yes. Just, just do your thing. I'm just going to say give that they, sp- they spelled it wrong. They spell they spelled the name or they spelled the word Odyssey wrong, and it was misspelled by a man named uh, Terry Quirk, who was an art teacher who designed the cover, and he was a friend of one of the band members. And he they were just like, uh, "Yeah, that was on purpose," but it wasn't on purpose. It was it was a misspelling. Liars, liars, deceivers. But that's a, okay. To so back to the point. Back to the point. Odyssey and Oracle one of the best albums of the 60s and one of my big questions that i have for the table about this group is what do you think is the reason that they are one of the most forgotten groups of the british invasion and just the 60s really in general you had acts like the rolling stones and the beatles and the kinks and i feel like the zombies are kind of the ones that kind of just like taper off to the end and they only recorded two albums and they had already broken up by the time that their song had hit number one. That is the answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that is the you, answer.
2: You knew it. Good job, Jared.
0: Just want uh, just a way to introduce the idea of like like they were they had a really big album, but they just kind of like dropped it's, off. The it's face considered play. a sleeper hit. A sleeper hit because oh. it had come out and they'd like the album had already come out, and then they released that. As a, a late single. It's a sleeper because he left his melatonin. <laughs> he left it. <laughs> oh, my. It is. John Lennon, uh, famous for his sleep issues, uh, had lots of melatonin on hand. Left a ton of the
2: studio. Left a bunch of it. He just and, and helped them have fact, a sleeper he, hit. He just put it. That that melatonin, it's all over it. He just sprinkled it everywhere. <laughs> he, and absorbed he right crush through it their up flesh. up into a fine yep. powder, too? It absorbed through their skin. You know, The Doors' uh, self-titled initial release came out in '67. Did it? And this kind of sounds like The Doors.
0: A little bit, Fred, you, a little sim- similar. You think the Zombies and The Doors have similar sound?
2: Uh, in some portions of it, yes. Hmm. Not all of it.
0: I've I've never compared the two before.
2: There's some things that remind me of The Doors. Don't get me wrong. The Zombies have all of the '60s stuff that I really like. Uh huh. From like the when you polish Garage Rock up to where that is and you put some some organ and stuff in there I think that's fun that's what I like about that Paul Revere and the Raiders you know various groups of that nature but there is a little bit in there that reminds me of the Doors huh. I can
0: see it I do find the, it's funny because uh, originally they were called the Mustangs yes and then they changed their name because several other groups I guess had the name of the Mustangs so they decided to be it's a popular name uh, yeah but I guess but the person that named it um, them the zombies that they came up with the name of the zombies because they said it was going to be very unique was their original bassist that and then he ended up leaving the group not long after that yeah. so he named them and yeah. then just like departed I think that you guys, right, I think we should be called the zombies but also when I say we I mean you you because you not should part be called the same.
2: zombies see you later bye that's what he did to make him not feel all mad at him when he quit like, <laughs> he you guys know what? what we should call ourselves the zombies I quit by the way but that's a good name See ya. It's like, wait, that is a really good name, but you, you want to leave us? Yeah, it's over. Oh,
0: well, thanks for the zombies thing, man. And I won't
2: ever tell. <laughs> Whenever anyone asked me, "Weren't you in the zombies?" Be like, "No, I was in the Mustangs." <laughs> <laughs> Which not one? In, not in the zombies.
0: Did you Did you read about how there were fake zombie groups that came out that toured simultaneously in 1969? No, they were, I guess, taking the name of the zombies. Were they playing their music? Yeah, well, yeah, I believe so. So it was oh. just different people being the zombies. That's just a big. That's just, a, just cover a bunch band. of cover bands. Yeah, that is a ton like, of cover bands. cover that are bands. Pretending to be the band. Mm, there was the a group. Bands. There was a group from Texas, and there was a group from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the Texas group featured bassist Dusty Hill and drummer Frank Beard, soon to be members of ZZ Top. ZZ Top. That's funny. That's pretty
2: funny. That was the Texas group. Yes, it'd have to be. It couldn't be the Michigan group. It Couldn't be the Michigan group because they're Texas.
0: I like that they there's a good spread. Like they, like there were two there were two groups that were like, all right, listen, we're gonna pretend to be the zombies. We gotta spread out. We can't have two of us in the in the 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 southern area of the North America. Imagine
2: what happens when ZZ Top breaks. You're not the zombies. <laughs> You're just ZZ Top. Behind <laughs> hide beard, <laughs> tricking us the whole time. They try. And That's that. why they grew the beards. They try so that do people that, wouldn't call them out on it.
0: They try to do that. Oh brother, where Art Thou thing where they pull down the yeah. beard.
2: <laughs> I tricked you. Listen, it's we the can't. Zombies in we here. We can't be in this new group unless we grow beards. People will recognize us from the not zombies. <laughs> we're gonna get all kinds of shit
0: all over. Oh good. They also released an album in 1991, which was you know panned. Lots of out al- now that wasn't
1: Hand. What are you saying? Oh,
0: no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of their 2004 <laughs> album, not that one. The no, your, your Return of the Zombies is the one you're talking about. Sorry. I'm talking about New World. Oh. Well, that's the same album. Return <laughs> of the Zombies was the 1990, New World was 1991, but I think it's the same album. Mm. Just hold on. Let me see. And the only reason they recorded it, it was pr- to protect the name in response to numerous groups of imposters that were then touring in the U.S. as the zombies. So they ha- how many times do they have to deal with this? Uh, Another thing was that they they recorded it so that they would keep the trademark of the zombies. Because yeah. I guess that was going to uh, lapse. Yeah, they only have
2: like 30 years or something.
0: It is, in fact, also called The Return of the Zombies. It is
2: both New World and The Return of the Zombies. Sounds very horrific. Return of the Zombies.
0: Oh, yes. And uh, their, se- their follow-up album I'm in 2000 scared. is called Rip. R.I.P. Right. That's it? Yeah, R.I.P.
2: Mm.
1: It's
2: a letdown.
0: Spooky. In May of 2019, they announced a co-headlining tour with Mr. Brian Wilson of... Queen. Good band, bad band, alum, the Beach Boys. Why did you say Queen? I Brian like, May. I know, but I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's funny or you made a mistake? Well, skin? you know,
2: they always get confused. I get confused with them all the time and I think it's funny, so I just continue to do it.
0: All right. Cool. The tour was called Something Great from 68. That's a pretty fun name. Yeah. Pet Sounds was in 68, right?
2: 67. Oh, was it 67? I don't know. It's all 67, let's be real. That's the best year in the 60s for music. Uh, Did you know that?
0: I don't know. We were about to argue it because if if Pet Sounds and Odyssey and Oracle in 68, I got to say 68 over 67. Also, what year did Abbey Road come
2: out? Pet Sounds was 66, so
0: Abbey Road was 68. I think 68 is the winner then. If you've got Abbey Road
2: and you've got Odyssey and
0: Oracle, uh, Pets, Pet Sound. Abbey Road came out in 69. You're wrong.
2: Dang, 69.
0: Man, the 60s
2: are chock full of good Recorded in 68. Bummer. Dose albums in 69 as well Just two albums every year Dang 60s Why were you so so hot Wait hold on What was in 67 then A bunch of good stuff Like what I'm gonna get there I've done this before All right. You know If if anyone's gonna talk about this I would've just done it all over again If you were prepared for the 60s Well Always be prepared for the 60s I've already been I've done it before I've said what's the best year In the 60s And it was 67 I looked it all up I made my mind up And now Your wireless sucks And it can't load anything I'm so sorry You want to talk about this some other time? No. How about you turn on
0: your 3G button and stop taking my Wi-Fi away? Very rare. In the midst of working on 3G? Bud, you got to get that four. (laughs) I get that LTE, baby. In the midst of us recording this episode, something happened on Wikipedia. (gasps) Something happened in the midst of this episode? Yeah, somebody edited Rob Zombie's Wikipedia page, and they said, Rob, we had so many fun times together at the White Zombie concert. But it's over after you drop the clowns on the crucifix. I was too high on acid to handle that. Good times, though. <laughs> Love always, Elizabeth Parks.
2: Oh, my. Very good. I, I went back to it and it was
0: gone. Somebody had taken it away. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they summoned, Like, who is paying attention to the Rob Zombie Wikipedia page? So much so, Rob.
1: that
2: <laughs> He's like, I don't want to talk about that on there. Get that out of there. Quit talking about your ass trip. Man. All right, let me do some let me do some stuff for you really quickly. Nineteen sixty seven. Okay. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper's, obviously by the Beatles. Are you experienced? Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix experienced. Disraeli Gears, Cream. Mm-hmm. All right, Surrealistic Pillow, Jefferson Airplane. If you're not familiar, that was a big album for them. Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Oh man, mm-hmm. Velvet Underground and Nico's album. The Doors' initial release. Magical Mystery Tour later on, of course. Even Axis Bold at Love came out later in that year. Two albums that year mm-hmm. for Hendrix. Mm-hmm. The Who Sell Out.
0: Okay. Strange this, Days this,
2: came out that year. Is this necessary?
0: Yeah. Do we need to do this right I'm going to... Okay. You and know you know I think
2: what? my year might be 69, but keep going. Songs of Leonard Cohen. Safe as Milk by Beefheart. Need I Continue.
0: Oh, I... Nah. You should have stopped about five albums ago.
2: It's true, you know, there's a great sound in the 60s, and I think that the, the zombies really codified that, the sound that I definitely associate with the 60s from listening to music with my mother growing up, and I really like Time of the Season. I think it's a really good song, and that little hook that comes in gets me every time. I think it's really good. You want to give her a go?
0: Let's give her a go. really like this album sorry yeah, in, it in is the, good in the middle of that song I got a a, a message from the grave <gasps> oh oh no not again play rhyme or reason it absolutely sounds familiar because it's a sample but it is what it is <laughs>
1: I don't have one. My mother reproduced like the Komodo Dragon. And having on the back of a motorcycle, then grasped in the side of a locomotive with rat on local. It's like canning a psycho, a loaded handgun. Michelangelo with a paint gun in a tantrum about to explode all over the canvas. Back with the Yoda of rap and a spasm awesome. Your music usually has them. But rain for the game, your enthusiasm it has them. Follow you, must removing my little panda one. A Jedi in training, colossal brain. Is...
0: The listeners will have heard a dip in that sound, and I'm gonna go ahead and point it out that. Tyler didn't know that there was going to be an, awful, know there was Yoda. an awful Yoda impersonation no within clue. an Eminem song that's sampling the zombies. It's just, there's a lot going on in that moment right that there. That was from the Marshall Mathers LP 2 that came out in about, I think, 2013. Yep, 2013. I was right. What a Let's thing. Let's talk about our favorite albums from 2013. No. <laughs> <laughs> M- Eminem, the former Good Band, Bad Man alum, everyone. So that's relevant.
2: <laughs> is it did we do that already yeah M. i didn't know we already did that one <laughs> did you forget about r-e-m-n-m i thought it was i've been looking forward to that people give me m-n-m so you They go well we're gonna do R E M M at some point so are you for real yeah i keep i forgot <laughs> that's so funny. how did i forget that
0: oh man that must have been a forgettable episode
2: i mean i remember now that we're talking about it kind of no you don't i do because i we talked i talked about how we talked about how bad Kamikaze was and what have you. We don't need to get into it here. I don't want to waste any more of your precious time. <laughs> I listened
0: this week to Time of the... Not. Nah, hold on. I did listen to that. Odyssey and Oracle? Yeah. Yeah, the whole album. I listened to the whole album this week. I'd never listened to it before, but I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is supposed to be a really good album. It's a, it's a bop. And, well, that's your own opinion. You don't like it? I do like it, but that just because you say it doesn't make it true. I didn't say I was that, getting ready to saying. say I liked it, but you're like, oh, it's a bop, so it's got to be Caleb's pitchfork opinion is always right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to play Carousel 44 just to
2: drone you out. I don't out. even know what this bop is.
0: You know, oh, you don't know what the, what the term bop means. Let's talk about it, Dad. Wow.
2: All right. <laughs> Something else came to my mind right when I said that. I'm sorry. It was not good. All right. Oh, so that wasn't just a, a pause for dramatic effect? It should have been, but it also was a pause for almost plagiarizing someone else's thing. Okay. My question is, you know, if you when you, we listen to that one, and you want, you probably won't notice it, people in the audience, without going and listening to this album on your own, but this was a period, and the Beatles did this same thing, where stereo is becoming more... is a new thing and people are utilizing stereo in recording for the sake of making people experience music differently. Mm-hmm. I d- I have, I'm of the opinion that in a lot of cases, less is more. And people tended to over utilize stereo at the time to, and on that song, I really heard it. The vocals are all on the right.
1: There's yes. nothing over here.
2: And you know, the bass is in one side and this or that. And so I, you know, no, you're right. It was all on the right. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have my headphones on backwards. Oh my! So I wonder what do y'all think about that in terms of this album, since you both are familiar with it, and in terms of that era, the late '60s. I don't.
0: I, I guess I appreciate the attempt at innovation with it, trying to do different things with music. I listened to it uh, on my PlayStation, so I didn't listen to it in in either the ear, the full stereo experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, which I mean, that's just kind of how things are now. Like most of the time, like 99% of the time I listen to music is either in my car, listening at home or sometimes like at work, but I only have <clears throat> dang it,
2: at work, but I only have one headphone in. So it wouldn't matter either way. Oh, then you, but the thing is, and this has happened to me before, if I only have one headphone in. You're missing like a, m- half the entire song. You don't even hear.
0: There's like a whole. There's a whole like bass drum right. kick that's going on. It's all on the gone here that you haven't even got out of the song. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept, and it's definitely something that I think is historically important for music in the '60s, and I believe probably still pretty relevant within the early '70s and on. It it's not clearly anything. It's kind of like the fade out. Like it's not something that we do anymore in music. Like, we have learned to... I think that we still use elements of stereo. Obviously, there are artists who still play with stereo, but not to the same level where you take a whole instrument and you put it on the left, or you take all the vocals and put it on the right. First, they took my vocals and they put them over there. <laughs> then they took my bass and they put it over there. Oh,
2: yeah, but, I know what you mean, because that's what I'm saying is, you know, now we don't. You're right. We don't do that in the same way. Now we use it as a way to, like, we take, you know, one... One channel One track And we can phase it In and out Pan back and forth To create certain things Or this mm-hmm. or that And we don't use it with Everything's on one side And everything's on the other side And, and I guess what brings it To my attention Is thinking of like It's not it's, You don't mimic A natural experience Of listening to music When you do that Because in, in, if I'm coming in person I'm not getting that You know When I hear a band live It's not gonna You know Even if you do channel it that way You know In a venue it's all going to end up mushing. And in fact, if you channeled it that way in a venue, it's likely the mix would get very, very mushy and kind of weird and not even sound right. So
0: So what you're saying is, is it's an unnatural way to listen to music.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. And it's just kind of interesting. And I know, I, I think there is some of it's like, you know, some of the stuff the Beatles did worked okay. Yeah. And, but a lot of times then on that song, I think it's just overdone and it really kind of, it ruins it a little bit for me.
0: That makes sense. I could, I could definitely see that. After the zombies broke up, the lead, one of the lead singers, uh, that Argent guy, he started Argent Band mm-hmm. and had the song Hold Your Head Up. You know that song? Hold your head up. Woo! You know that one? I don't think so. No, I don't know it. Uh, but it, he is a one-hit wonder uh, because of it. And he during that group, he also had the song God Gave Rock and Roll to You, which was later co- uh, covered and released by the band Kiss. Entitled, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, two, aye aye. aye, aye. Oh, Captain. You want to listen to Hold Your Head Up? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good tune. Argent Band.
2: Quick note: Sure, for... that wasn't. That's nah, a shame. That's <laughs> just a shame. You sure that wasn't Paul McCartney singing? I'm pretty sure it was not. Uh, sounded like Wings to me. He
0: also played and toured. Mr. Rod Argent played and toured with Mr. Ringo Starr and his All Star Band. So it was Wings. Ha ha! We tricked you. Take that. Peace and love. Peace and yeah. Buy that. Buy that art. <laughs> Call back to our second episode of Record Roundtable. If you haven't listened to that one yet, go back. It's real long. Probably not worth your time, but you can listen to Definitely listen to the art portion.
2: Everyone (laughs) was incredibly happy and eager to talk about it. Even though somebody left the room. I don't remember that because I wasn't physically there.
0: (laughs) It's true. But now you are all the time, right?
1: Okay.
2: What do you got? Santana,
0: the group Santana and the man Santana recorded a cover of She's Not There by the Zombies.
2: What album was that on? Moonflower. Mm Moonflower. You gonna play that? Okay. I'm pretty familiar with that cover, actually. Were you? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's good. I liked it. It was pretty good. I Santana's liked that. pretty good. We mm-hmm. haven't talked about Santana like at all. No. I'm very, I'm criminally unfamiliar with Santana. You better get on it. Better get on it. I like his Woodstock performance where he was high as a kite. They were all... Yes. They'd done a bunch of LSD.
2: Ooh. And then they went out and played for like He's a, really good. a very long time. He's really good. He's, He's great on LSD. LSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like an LSD mentor for me. Yeah. He's zoning out as he speaks. Um, Santana is really good that we should discuss him at some point. Yeah. Them. Him and them.
0: Him and them. Well, I talked about him that one time when we did um, Matt. Or hold on. No. Who was it? They recorded that song. Oh, the chat with the. the, the um,
2: Matchbox 2020. No, it was.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Rob yeah,
2: Thomas. Par- smooth. Mm. That's Thomas. what it was. That's
0: Santana. Yeah. Yeah. that's the Santana. That's was. There's match, always a connection somewhere. I was, totally there's forgot. There's Matchbox Twenty One Pilots. That's what it is. Go back and listen to that episode. It's fun. I forgot that we had a. Ma- oh man. Jerry was talking about this earlier where he was like, yeah, with how long we've been doing this show, there's, like, a connection to, like, literally everything at this point. And I was like, yeah, but we haven't talked about Santana. I was wrong.
2: What, you were wrong. We did. We talked
0: about everything. We're done. We're done. Just pack it up, guys. We're, we're, we've, made, we've made every connection we can.
2: Not to challenge listeners. Find something we haven't talked about. Ooh, I like Everybody that. But it can't be obscure because that's cheating. Ena cheating. <laughs> um, Nice layup.
0: <laughs> um... I'll have, I have one thing to say, uh, one more final thing to say. Actually, two final things to say about Mr. Rob Zombie. He recorded a cover of Brick House with Lionel Richie. It's called Brick House 2003. It's pretty bad. And um,
2: original artist, let the audience know.
0: Is it, uh, who, is, who did, is it Rick, it's Rick James? James? It's Rick James. I'm glad nobody said bitch.
1: <laughs> you Waiting know, for you. We're not that kind of crowd. here. We're not that kind of crowd.
0: But the other thing about Mr. Rob Zombie is that the wrestler Edge used the song "Never Gonna Stop" as his theme song from 2001 to 2004. So that was fun. That is fun. You Ready? Know. Yeah. Play a little bit of Breakout. Oh, you got to get into it because there's some uh, there's some moaning at the beginning. I'll hear the moaning first. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: my tomato. Just to letting it all hang out. A brick house, that lady's sexy. That's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. Oh, she's a brick house. We're put together. Everybody knows. This is how the story goes.
2: She's got hmm. 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 How he get Lana Richie to do that? Who knows? I don't know. He was dancing on the ceiling at the time. I think. No. That's-
0: so, good oh, band, not, bad band. No. Let's do it. You start. Uh, I'm going to say the zombies. The zombies. Yeah, I'm going to pick the zombies. Woo! <gasps> you picked the zombies. Yeah, Jared they're, is they're now. The... Jared is broke.
2: He's two and one for no. They're Halloween
0: two. They're Halloween two. We just what? no
2: directed by Rob Zombie is Halloween two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, well, I thought we determined... just had a
2: minor discussion earlier. Yes, about how they both kind of are. And Caleb was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I say that they both kind... Well, one definitely is. The other kind of... I think the zombies mm-hmm. are. I don't think. All I right. think they have the time so, of the season. Is, it's on Halloween playlists. And they're, why? They're, just because they say see, seasons could mean anything. It's a you season also, of love. You could also put 100, the... 100, you could put the song <laughs> Seasons Change by freaking... <sighs> Future Get Islands. Mad Future Island. You forgot their name and you pretended you didn't. You're right. Wait. I did. I was trying to do a bit, so I had time to think about what their or name was. Or you could was. put that one song.
2: I've been afraid of change. Please, no Mac. None.
0: Anyways, we're not going to say that the zombies are a horror Halloween. All right, we can give them. Let's give them a half.
2: Ha- we'll give them a half which makes Jared two and a half in favor of Halloweenies, one half not, and we. Are now one half in favor of Halloweenies and two and a half not.
0: All right, I'm in favor of that. Actually, oh, no, I, I'm only a half. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Are you
2: one half in favor? Oh, one two hat ha- two and, half and a half, 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 half not.
0: not. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Because we
2: have voted the same for three weeks in a row. Yes, we have.
0: We're we're, we're lining up the stars. Ready to close out? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another week's edition of Good Band Bad Band. Please like us on Facebook. Make sure you vote in the poll and tell us who you think is the good band. And listen to next week's episode where we discuss Harley Post Malone. What are you thinking
1: about? I didn't say I didn't mean to Just say make sure. listen. Make sure you listen. <laughs>